Welcome to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. I'm your host, Chrissy Love. I believe in taking massive action to overcome life's biggest challenges because I know the rewards that lie on the other side. This show is a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to help you level up in your life. Here's to a new you where your dedication, commitment, and staying true to yourself will make your wildest dreams come alive. Let's do this. Today we're gonna get we're gonna really dive deep. We're gonna dive deep, and today's presentation, uh, our episode is titled "How to Present in a Way That Hypnotizes Your Audience to Do Anything That You Want." How many of you want to hypnotize your audience to do whatever you want? Uh, I know I used to when I first started out. So I'm gonna give you some tips and tricks and tactics that I've learned along the way that really helped me to. Um, learn this valuable skill, right? Learn this valuable skill. So let's begin. Uh, first, when you're, if you work in a corporate environment or even if you're an entrepreneur, most likely at some point, you're going to have to present or consult in front of people, right? In front of people. If you have teams or you need to do presentations, talks about your products or services or, I don't know, enhancements to your department, all of those, all of that information is vitally important to you to be able to present in a way that really gets your message and your training across. And on the other side, you have to be able to present to people who want to be presented to, right? You have to be able to really hold their attention and entice the audience to really get them to do whatever you want them to do. And so, like I said, we're going to go over a few tips and tricks and tactics on how to do that. And so, well, first thing, the first thing is when you are presenting, when you're presenting, understand that it's not about you. It's not about you. you your job is to provide valuable information to your audience, to help them to enhance their lives in, in some kind of area, right? in some kind of area that they need your help with. So you remember, you are the expert. So you have your presentation put together, right? Best of your ability. Now it's, able, uh, now it's time to present to them. So in order to do that, you really have to take the focus, remember the focus off of yourself and redirect that focus as much as possible back onto your audience, right? So they can get the best value that they absolutely can. So how do you do that? How do you do that, right? The, the best thing to do is to gather as much information as you can about the group that you're speaking to. Because when you do that, you're going to start talking about things that, you know, entice them or, or, or add interest in them. They're interested about, right? When people are interested in things, what are they most likely going to do? right? They're going to pay attention, right? You're going to be able to hold their attention. We know more things about the group. So it's not enough just to uh, know, you know, what, what's this presentation? What would you need? You know, what do they need to learn? Things like that. You really want to know more about the individual, right? And if you are really skilled, you're, you'll be able to add certain relevant information that you've gathered 
from your audience and kind of incorporate that into the presentation itself. And that takes a lot of skill, but it's highly, highly, highly effective if you really want to really, you know, involve your audience and really get them to stop what's growing. Because when you look at your audience, right, when you look at any audience, your, your job is to stop them from doing whatever it is they're doing. Remember in school when your teacher had to stop you all from talking and chattering and, and now we have these things called cell phones that people are scrolling and, and not paying attention to whoever's speaking. So your job is to stop them from doing that and have them pay attention to you. So do that. Ask more information about them, right? Involve them. And that leads me to my next tip is to engage the audience. Now, one of my pet peeves are people who just sit there and, and don't move and just talk. Right? Well, I don't want you to do that. I want you to really engage your audience, right? By maybe asking them questions, right? Presenting um, um, and just not sitting there, right? Moving your body, right? Moving your body around. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. But I really like to incorporate little exercises in my presentation or some way that I can involve the audience. In, in some manner, whether that's getting them from on stage or walking to them or walking around the crowd or, or asking them to participate in some kind of way, including fun activities in your presentation really like takes all the stress, a lot of stress off of you, makes it more fun. It makes it more interesting. People are really going to pay more attention to what you're saying, right? I want to take a quick break to thank all our listeners, contributors, and give a shout out to Mint Wave Radio for promoting our show in Scotland, the UK, and around the globe. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, or if you are an entrepreneur looking to enhance your communication and connection skills as a leader, contact me at bcmbelove.com forward slash contact. You're adding these different activities. You're moving around the room. You're engaging with people. You're interacting with people. I want you to work on that, right? Work on that more, right? Use their names, right? Use their names. Learn more about them by using their names and getting them involved and increasing the energy. Maybe get them to stand up and move their body. Those are always effective. I love uh, presentations or, or seminars when they ask us to get up and move around because who wants to sit down for hours, right? Listen to one person talk, right? I want to be active. I want to learn and do things. So I'm sure your audience members do as well. So work on incorporating that, getting them moving, getting them involved. I um, went to a, uh, it was a speaker's presentation where people were getting like their speaker reel um, a couple of years ago. And it baffled me that a lot of people really want to just get out there, get more visible, but they just sit there and hold the microphone and just sit there and talk. It's, they may have a great, great, great story to share, but no one's paying attention because they're boring, right? They're boring. And so when I see people boring on stage, my mind starts to, to drift off on, on all the different things I need to do for the day, things I haven't done, things I need to add to my to-do list. And you don't want that, right? 
You don't want that. You want your audience to pay attention to you and get as much value as they can from the message that you are presenting. And so I really want you to work on that, right? Work on that. And the next um, topic will help you to do this even more. And that is to meet your guests or meet your, your attendees prior to any event. This is if you're training, you know, at work, if you're giving presentations to present a product or service, uh, it go, if you're on stage, it, it's all the same, right? It's all the same. But what I want you to do is I don't want you to just be introduced, you come on stage and you present, right? There's usually some time that you have available prior to an event to kind of mingle with people, chit chat, get to know them a little bit better. And that really helps you ease um, your anxiety or nerves about presenting to them as well. But learn more about them, right? Learn more about them. Um, get uh, information that you can, again, use in your presentation that's going to make your presentation more effective, right? More effective and just more enticing, right? More enticing. Now that's really all that it takes to be a dynamic speaker is to be able to really engage an audience, uplift their energy, use um, the audience in examples and exercises and get them moving and grooving. Love that, right? Love that. And they're more apt to retain the information better as well. So when you're preparing, you also want to maybe give them tools that they can take with them. It doesn't cost much. I usually use Fiverr or someone on Fiverr to create workshop, workshop, uh, worksheets for me or workshops, um, presentations, whether it's a PowerPoint or something like that, but make it fun, interactive, put little breaks in there to do those different types of exercises. So all of those are very vital. When you're doing that, you're going to be using what? people's name and also incorporating different and not so personal, right? Not so personal experiences in your talk. So if someone comes to you before a presentation and kind of tells you something that's a little um, secretive, you kind of don't want to use that in a presentation, right? But things that are not so personable, that are very open, of course, add that into the presentation as, as an example, right? Uh, and that leads me to the next topic. When you're talking to people and you're, and you're presenting in front of people, eye contact is vital, right? Now, when I'm speaking on virtually like this, you definitely want to be able to train your eye to look at that little green dot. That's so important. It makes people think that you're looking at them. I know it's hard. It took me hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times to practice this. And I'm still learning because I, I transitioned from being on camera uh, and in front of audiences. So when I'm in front of audiences, of course, you want to look at your audience. And I've been doing that for so many years, right? And now there's this thing called virtual presentations. And now I have to look at this little, little dot. So it took me a long time to transition. So give yourself grace. If you have a hard time looking at that little green dot, Give yourself grace, keep practicing, right? Keep practicing and you'll get better, of course, over time. And so I want you to yeah, practice that, right? When you, when you are on video, practice. I used to take my camera and do videos, like three minute videos, four minute videos on a regular basis. I also require my, 
my students to also do videos, get visible, get familiar talking about your, your topic on a regular basis. It's not enough to just prepare for one presentation and deliver. You have to be talking about what you do on a, all the time, all the time, every single day if you can. I used, when I first started out transitioning from offline to online, I would practice three times a day. Three times a day, three videos a day, sometimes four videos a day, sometimes 20 videos a day. I would practice speaking, you know, the language and talking to my ideal client, right, about my services. And that takes practice. You don't just start something and just think you're going to be an expert. It takes time and it takes practice to be able to do that. So again, give yourself some grace. Okay, so when you're... Speaking in front of groups, right? Things are opening up now. So groups, uh, group presentations are now becoming a big thing again. But when you're speaking in front of groups, make sure that you have great eye contact. Remember, you, you've met these people, right? You've met them. So you kind of got, you know, a little warm and fuzzies with them a little bit. So uh, talk to them and speak with them about three, about three seconds. You don't want to make it creepy, right? don't want to make it creepy, but you want to talk to look at someone in the eye, right? Make eye contact, uh, make a statement, right? Or important point, and then scan the room, find someone else, make a, make eye contact with them, state another point, and maybe scan the room again and find someone else. And that's pretty much how you establish a better rapport and a, and a better bond or a stronger connection with your audience, right? by using your eye contact. And next, it's simple, it's very simple, is to smile. Now, how many people don't smile? Have you ever seen someone presenting and they really look like a stick in the mud and they don't smile? I went to a, a presentation, it was a seminar a long time ago, they had different speakers and they had about three speakers back to back that were just, just sticks in the mud and they didn't smile. They didn't show any energy or any vitality or any interest or anything. Hi, this is Chrissy Love of BCMB Love, and I'd like to invite you to tune in to my show that's being aired on winwinwomen.tv every Monday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 7 p.m. UK time to get public speaking tactics that can be used to increase your communication skills in a way that you're any interest or anything. And I literally fell asleep. I did. And you do not want that for yourself. You do not want your audience falling asleep with you. I'm sure you don't. And so I want you to practice smiling, smiling a little bit. Now, when you are giving a presentation, of course, and you know, you may be speaking about some topics that may be a little touchy. And when you do, of course, that's not appropriate to smile. But in areas that uh, that are open to being more up uplifting, more exciting, right? Smile, use your energy. People want to be close to people who look friendly, right? Look friendly. 
so smile. I smile a lot. They used to call me a smiling speaker because I'm always smiling, right? When I get nervous, I smile even more. So uh, that's a great uh, benefit to have is to be able to smile and use those eyes and eye contact. That's how you're going to be able to hypnotize and draw the audience closer into you, okay? You want them to like you. You want them to like you. And people buy, people um, want to join, people want to be a part of uh, people's lives who are friendly, right? They don't want people who are intimidated and who are talking above them and who are speaking these huge, gigantic words that they don't understand and because they're not able to connect. They're not able to connect. And when you're spitting out all this uh, data and statistics and all this information, and they don't under, you know, they're not grasping it. You're really not creating that connection with your audience. And that's what you want to do. You want to be able to create a strong connection with your audience. And so I want you to practice uh, by seeing when you present, how do you look? How do you look? Really what you think that the audience sees when they're looking at you really isn't the same. Really isn't the same. When I was, we'll talk about this in the next topic. When I used to be very, very, very nervous and scared, right? In front of an audience and speaking in front of a group, I would feel myself trembling. I'd feel my throat, you know, getting clogged up. I, I feel my face flushing and getting hot. And then at the end of the presentation, I'd ask people, I said, wow, did you know that I was so nervous? They said, no, I did I didn't, I didn't notice a thing. So that just goes to show that what I, I think they're saying is not really what the audience is saying, right? Or the group is saying. So I want you to practice in front of a mirror. Practice in front of a mirror. Really see the little quirks that you're doing or not doing and see how your eye contact is. Place, I don't know, stuffed animals, books, pillows, whatever you, whatever you have around a room and act as if that's your audience. That's one of the things that I used to do when I first started out is I place, um, I don't have, I didn't have many stuffed animals, but I place a few stuffed animals around the room. I also place pillows around the room and I put a sheet of paper and I write a happy face on a sheet of paper and I tape it to the pillows and I would pretend that that was my audience, right? See how that looks? I would pretend that that's my audience. And that allowed me to really practice the art of eye contact, really practice the art of engaging in front of a group and getting them involved in my presentation and making it more what magnetic, right? And so I want you to really practice that and make that your own, make that your own and learn how to do that more effectively. But the first thing is to really acknowledge, understand what is it that you're really doing? What is it that you're really doing in front of a group of people? All right, how do you, uh, how are you perceived, right? And you also want to take surveys. Whenever you give a presentation, always get a survey if you can uh, from the members and ask them what they liked about the presentation, what they didn't like about the presentation. And, and don't take that as being, you know, uh, very critical or judgmental. Take that as constructive criticism and use what you can and 
don't use what you can't, what you think you can't use. Simple as that. If you think that, oh, okay, well, maybe I can't improve in that area. That's something that you maybe you want to practice on your next, uh, for the next presentation or practice at home um, to incorporate in your next presentation. And that's totally fine. Now, the, the last thing I want to talk about is nervousness. And remember, if you know my story, you know I, I started out 19 or 19 years ago with uh, a social disorder called glossophobia. Now, glossophobia is like stage fright times 1,000. I was working at a company and really working toward climbing the corporate ladder. And I developed this social anxiety disorder where I could not speak. I could not speak to anyone besides my close friends and family members. But at work, that didn't work very well, right? So meetings, I would speak up in meetings. If people would come and greet me, I could barely shake their hand. I definitely could look them in the eye. My eyes were always down. My handshake was not firm. I just really felt uneasy in the presence of other people, especially people of leadership. And so that's when I dove head first into learning, right? Into learning more personal development and the art of public speaking because I understood that public speaking is the foundation of everything in your life, right? And I couldn't go, I couldn't go into it, right? Into life being a scared little puppy dog, right? Everything, it, scared of everything. I couldn't do that. It was not gonna work. And so I learned the art of public speaking and began to absolutely love it. And it just grew and grew and grew and grew and grew. Because again, public speaking involves everything, your, your career, your relationships, right? <clears throat> uh, your family life, uh, your, your relationship with your, your spouse. Everything involves communication. When you're going to social events, networking, family gatherings, all of those are so important because life, as you grow, uh, you grow based on the amount of connections, right, that you have in your life. So I just say that because I just really want you to really work on reducing your nervousness and anxiety uh, in, in front of when you're speaking in front of people. OK, I want that to go away and reduce as much as possible because. I know it's a valuable tool, right? A valuable tool that we need to use. Now, when you're speaking, and what really helps is that you speak from the heart. Speak from the heart. Speak from your heart. Because remember, you're there to serve. You are there to serve. You take that focus off of yourself and you give it everything that you can. Serve, serve, serve is your best ability. It's not about you, right? It's about them. And so when you take the focus off of yourself and back onto your audience, that's when the magic begins. That is when the magic begins. And that's when people start to see you in a, in a much bigger light, right? And the nervousness starts to dis, dis, um, dissolve, right? Dissolve. You're not worried about yourself, right? A lot of people are worried about all of your hair, makeup, and clothes, and things like that. Uh, realistically, right now, um, I did everything I could, you know, to get ready for this presentation before I pushed the record button. When I came to the camera, I moved the whole presentation away. You know, I have my notes here, but I moved the presentation away, right? So I'm not focusing on, oh, I have a hair out of place or anything like that. That's gone. 
that's gone. It's not about me anymore. This presentation is about you. I've done the best I can. So whatever I look like is pretty much what you're going to get. However, as, like I said, the focus is off of me and on to them. Now, another thing that's going to help you to really reduce that stress is to memorize at least your introduction and your conclusion. In the middle, are usually bullet points. If you have a presentation, that's even better. You look at the presentation to see where you are. But remember, memorizing introduction, okay, verbatim, and also the conclusion. So you got that under your belt. And then in the middle, you can, you know, change things as you need to, to make them um, con conductive or con conducive to the audience, right? And then practice in front of people. I know I talked about practicing in front of, you know, objects at home. That's what I did. However, I was also a member of Toastmasters International, which I, which allowed me to get a little practice in front of speaking in front of groups of people. So that when I was speaking in front of groups of people, it wasn't, I wasn't so nervous. It was more natural to me. So that's a, Another little trick, um, Toastmasters International is a major, major and huge organization and it's all over the world. And so I'm sure there's a Toastmasters organization that's close to you. So if you want to join a Toastmasters organization, I advise you to look on their website, find a local chapter and join, right? Join and also become very active. That's when you're really gonna catapult uh, your level of confidence when presenting in front of people is when you um, really, you know, you're involved, right? You're involved in the organization. And so you're going to be able to get a lot of practice doing a lot of things that we talked about in that organization. Now, if you really want to jumpstart your, uh, your skill level in presenting and speaking, it, having a coach, a public speaking coach or communication coach is also very vital and really could, you know, bump you to the next level because Toastmasters meets usually once a week. But when you're working with a coach, you can, you have assignments that you can work on every single day, right? And accountability. And that's the most important thing because a lot of people want to be better communicators, but they don't do it because they lack accountability. They lack accountability upon themselves. And so it's best to work with someone else who can hold you accountable and make sure that you're doing the things that you need to do in order to grow, right? We all want to grow, right? In our careers, in our business, and communicating in front of groups of people is vital to your success. So I want you to really work on that, right? Work on that. And lastly, just keep it simple. Keep it simple. Do not drown your audience in details, right? In details and a nitty bitty gritty of everything, unless you're really training them on like a software program or something like that. But you know, the, the days of everything being so complicated is really over. People want simplicity. People want ease. People want things to be user-friendly. They do not want to go through a hundred different ways to find the solution or find, go to B, right? They want A to B, simple. So keep it simple. Uh, and that allows the audience to uh, better understand too and have them practice, have them practice along with you doing exercises so they can kind of get a feel for, you know, what you're, what you want them to receive. And last thing, I, I, I want to see your, I want to see your progress. I do want to see your progress. Uh, I, I want you to connect with me on social media. 
I want to see what you're doing, right? It's, it's one thing to just watch me on the show, but I want to see you grow. I want to see you grow. I want to see those videos. I want to see you talking about your product services. I want to see you training someone on your level of expertise. I want to see you. And remember, don't be so hard on yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. We all started somewhere. And if you saw me when I started off, it was like, <laughs> but I didn't give up, right? I didn't give up and I don't want you to give up. And the only way to get better at anything that you do is to continue to practice. I want you to, be, I want you to practice and become a perfect presenter. You're a perfect presenter, not in comparison to anyone else, right? So I just want to go over, there's some things that we talked about. Remember, it's not about you. It's all about your audience. You are there to serve. Also, remember to engage your audience as best you can and meet them before the event. Get a little bit more comfortable um, with who you're speaking with and who you're speaking to. Eye contact and smiling is also vitally important. And do the things that we talked about to kind of mitigate the nervousness so you can really feel powerful, step into your power, own your voice, and really take charge as the absolute powerful woman that I know that you are. 